Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. The Grinch did not steal Christmas. Here's the millennial with the mic. They want you to say Grace. Grace Curley. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. I can't believe it's 2 o'clock, Emma. Time truly does fly when you're having fun. And yes, despite the crazy news day and the crazy world we're living in, we are still having fun. So take that. Okay, it says uh, this is from AP News. Colorado Supreme Court disqualifies Trump from the 2024 ballot. We've been talking about this a lot today. It is our poll question. We still do have sound that I want to get to um, involving candidates who are running for the Republican nomination in the 2024 election who are slamming this decision and really warning about the consequences for this unprecedented action by the Colorado Supreme Court. That being said, I think when the Supreme Court and the U.S. Supreme Court gets this, it it doesn't have a lot to stand on. So I don't think Trump's going to have a hard time actually getting on the ballot in Colorado. But it's still not... It's still not a good thing. You know, it's still not the direction you want to see the justice system or this country going in. And we can continue to talk about this. Oh, looky here. So this Fox has Milwaukee, uh, a video from Milwaukee. And, you know, this guy Biden is so flippin' predictable. He's such a coward. He won't take questions He will not take questions on anything. He won't take questions on his son. He won't take questions on his corruption. He won't take questions on his booming economy. But if he gets word that Trump's been booted off the ballot in Colorado, guess what he does? He comes running over, stumbling over towards the cameras. I think it's terrible. It's like, oh, now you want to talk. It reminds me of Kamala Harris with the uh, Border Patrol agents on the horses whipping the Haitian migrants. This woman couldn't find a camera she didn't like when she thought she could slam some Border Patrol agents. She ran towards the cameras. She had nothing to say about the fact that our borders are completely open and people are pouring in with fentanyl and, you know, ISIS sympathizers are getting through and all sorts of things like that. She has nothing to say, but she finds out that there's a picture that April Ryan thinks shows some Border Patrol agents, agents whipping Haitian migrants. And boy, oh boy, can she get to a mic. It's pathetic, and everyone can see right through it. Everyone can see right through it. He does not talk to and the reporters suck, because if the reporters had any backbone, they would say to themselves, well, he's coming over here because he thinks we're going to ask him about Trump being booted off the ballot, because that's the only time he feels confident. Do you notice that? KJP is the same way. They're, They're very, very shy, and they have nothing to say. When it comes to their own problems. Oh, I have nothing to say about that. Oh, I have to redirect you to the department of... uh, They have nothing to say about anything. But if it's about Trump, 
they get their Irish up real fast and they start running towards the cameras. Yeah, I think it's very clear that this is what we wanted to say. So once in a while, wouldn't it be nice if the reporters kind of did a little bit of a swap on them and had him stumble over and then say, hey, any comments about Hunter Biden in the latest report that James Comer put out? Do you have any comment on that? Do you still stand by the fact that you never spoke to your son about his businesses? Like, why not throw it out there? Why not see? Why not find out some actual information instead of just, oh, do you condemn January 6th? Like, we haven't heard this 400 flipping times before. It's so lame. Anyway, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent, and I'm angry. Now I'm angry. My blood pressure's high. Here's a fun story for us. Embattled Harvard University president. And I should I should add it here. I was looking for a story on this, and I Googled Claudine Gay, and there were several different stories. The New York Times, AP, like everybody has a story up. But for Howie's sake, I chose the embattled one because that's the best way to describe her. Embattled Harvard University president Claudine Gay is hit with more plagiarism charges. You know whose take I want on this? Joe Biden. Again, that'd be a good question. Joe Biden is someone who's been who's been caught plagiarizing before. Do you have anything to say about Claudine Gay? Ever since my little run in with Mayor Wu, I'm realizing that all these years of watching these reporters ask questions, as much as I didn't necessarily enjoy staking out a spot and having to have, I'm not a confrontational person. I do think that there is, I do think that we're missing the good questions. Like, I, I think I know the questions that should be asked. And I think I know what makes some of these people tick. Like, I think if you asked Joe Biden about that, I think you'd get a response. Joe, you've plagiarized before. What do you say about Claudine Gay? Should she resign for her plagiarism charges? That could get somebody going. And if not, it's a great news cut. If not, you get on TV. Doesn't that make you happy? That's never going to happen. Embattled Harvard University President Claudine Gay has been slapped with additional charges of plagiarism. I would like to add in here that Harvard does not call this plagiarism anymore. We like to play the semantics game. The new way of referring to this is inadequate citations. Okay, she's been slapped with new charges of inadequate citations. The Washington Free Beacon reported Harvard received a complaint outlining over 40 allegations of plagiarism against Gay on Tuesday. And Mike Barnacle is blushing somewhere. Noting a letter was sent to Harvard's research integrity officer, Stacey Springs, outlining the claims. I wonder how much she makes. Research integrity officer. Do we have one of those, Emma? Do we have one of those at the Howie Car Radio Network? Uh, I think that's uh, Taylor. Oh, is that Taylor? Does he have that? Make sure he puts it in his LinkedIn. He should get credit for that title. The document paints a picture of a pattern of misconduct more extensive than has been previously reported and puts the Harvard Corporation, the university's governing body, which said it initiated an independent review of gay scholarship and issued a statement of support for her leadership back in the spotlight. This is from Free Beacon. The Free Beacon reported that it independently verified the veracity of the new allegations against Gay, as well as the identity of the person complaining, who is a new who is a professor at another university who requested to be anonymous for fear of retaliation. I bet it was, you know, I bet it was a professor who maybe had some of their own work lifted 
by Claudine Gay, allegedly lifted by Claudine Gay. How he pointed that out, too, he's like, if you're just stealing from, you know, if you're if you're taking stuff from somebody, maybe a dead person, you might not get caught or you might not really you, you might not really have to pay a price for it. But if you start lifting stuff from people who actually put in the work and you start getting credit for it, then you have a problem. Who was the woman before uh, Emma who we talked about? You said you had tried to get her at your school before. Carol Swain? Yes. Carol Swain's a perfect example. She has an axe to grind with Claudine Gay because she actually did the work and she's sick of this woman taking credit for it. And that's what you're going to find more and more. It's it's not it's never going to be one case of plagiarism. Or as I have a friend who graduated from Harvard, he's calling her uh, instead of Claudine Gay, he's calling her cut and paste. And I like that nickname, Cut and Paste. But Cut and Paste might have a real problem on her hands. Now, it says the Free Beacon previously reported that in four papers published between 1993 and 2017, including her dissertation, Gay paraphrased or quoted nearly 20 authors, including two of her colleagues, without proper attribution, according to the analysis. It worked with scholars to analyze 29 potential cases of plagiarism, and most believed Gay, a political scientist, had violated Harvard's own policies against plagiarism by simply changing a few words at times without proper citation. You know what I would love to see? What are their rules at Harvard on plagiarism? Because I've already seen TikToks of people who have gone to these fancy universities who have been kicked out or suspended or punished for a lot less than this. And it wasn't called when these kids were kicked out of school or, you know, had their had their um, tuitions. I don't even know if the what happens in that case. You just get kicked out. Some of them got suspended. They didn't call it inadequate citations then. Those kids didn't get to say, well, I was at Harvard, but I'm not anymore because of inadequate citations. No, 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 no. They had the scarlet letter, a giant P for plagiarism on their shirts when they got kicked out of whatever schools they were at. Um, so we will continue to talk about this. I also really want to get to Kamala Harris because it's been a while. And you know what? I think I think Kamala Harris was feeling confident because a poll came out that showed that for once she was faring better in the polls and in, in her approval rating than Joe Biden. Keep in mind, it was like, Joe Biden's approval rating was 33%. Hers was 34 So it was you in know the, everybody knows your name. It was within the margin of error, to put it mildly. But I think that one poll gave her a little bit of false confidence. And she felt like, put me on a show. Put me in, coach. Freedom. <laughs> I'm ready to play today. But she's, she was not ready to play. She was not ready for prime time. She went on with Lawrence O'Donnell and it was you watch sometimes you you watch her cuts, Emma, like you watch what she's saying, and when you're done with it, you feel as though you smoked marijuana. You feel as though you're high. Cause you're like, I didn't understand that. I didn't I don't get where I am right now. What is happening? She really can she can produce a word salad like no one I've ever seen 
We will discuss that. We'll take your calls. We'll play more sound. All of this coming up on The Grace Curley Show. The number is 844-500-4242. You are not going to want to go anywhere. And it's getting chilly. It's getting chilly out. And being cold is one of my least favorite things. I cannot focus when it's cold out. But I don't have to worry about that anymore because whether I'm at work or I'm at my house, I have all the focus in the world because I'm warm and cozy thanks to the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. Now, this is a very cool, slick, stylish device that keeps you warm because it combines infrared and convective heat and it produces this wonderful fireplace roaring style heat that really warms you to the bone. And my favorite part, besides being warm, that's my number one, but a close number two is saving money because who doesn't love to save money? And it's getting very expensive to heat your house and you shouldn't be heating up parts of your house that you're not using. That's a total waste. You're flushing money down the toilet. Don't do that. Instead, get your hands on the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater and I've got news for you. I've got a code, GRACE50. It's going to save you $50 off this heater, plus you're getting free shipping. So this is savings off of an already low sale price, and it's for my listeners if you use code GRACE50. I love this product. I love staying warm. I love being able to take it wherever I go and know that I'm going to be cozy. I'm going to be fine. I don't have to fight with people over the temperature. It's not a fun thing to do. And everybody has a different preference. I like it to be really warm. Some people don't. So with my Gen 40 heater, there's no more fighting. There's no more stress. There's no more high bills to pay. You get the temperature higher and you get the bills a lot lower with the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. So save $50 for one more week with code GRACE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code GRACE50 for the Gen 40 heater. The number is 844-500-4242. We will be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. It's the Grace Curley Show. Follow Grace on Twitter at G underscore Curley. This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. I can't decide. Like, I'm holding on to this Kamala Harris cut for dear life because I'm so excited to play it. But I don't want to use it too quickly. But you know what, Emma? Sometimes when I do that and I actually hear the cut... I wish I had longer to talk about it. So I probably shouldn't wait too long. But first, let's do the poll question, and then we'll get to Kamala Harris. Today's poll question is brought to you by J.J. Manning Auctioneers. Whether residential, commercial, or land, J.J. Manning can get your property sold now. J.J. Manning is a great, great company. They know what they're doing. They've been doing this for a very long time, and uh, they are good at what they do. They they want to get your property sold for the most money possible, contingency free. And you can contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com. That's 800-521-0111. Emma Foley is on the board doing a phenomenal job this week, her first time on the board. Emma, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? 
Today's poll question is, what do you predict the Supreme Court will do with Trump's Colorado case? SCOTUS takes the case and overrules it. SCOTUS takes the case but votes to let the ruling stand. Or SCOTUS will not take the case. I think they'll take the case. I think it will be overturned in Trump's favor. 80% of the audience agrees with you. In second place with 17%, SCOTUS will not take the case at all. And trailing at 3% is they take the case and let the ruling stand. Now, Emma, there's sound of Biden saying there's no question that Trump engaged in an insurrection. I think we should pull that. I think I'll probably play it in the next segment. I just the gall of this guy with everything he's got going on to stumble out to finally take questions on this insane decision by a Colorado Supreme Court, which everyone, even like Chris Christie, of all people, knows is not going to stand because it's that weak. It's based off, you have to have due process. I know John Avlon on CNN is not a fan of due process, but it's important nonetheless. And I actually want to play a couple of these cuts of, let's start with Vivek Ramaswamy because he did a great job explaining how ridiculous this is. This is cut seven, please, Emma. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed-out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. Yeah. On um, Morning Joe, though, Mara Gay, who is uh, she she's a contributor on occasion. She actually she actually said, why are you standing? And this is what she was. She was referring to Republicans who are being critical of this decision. Like yours truly. Um, this decision to kick Trump off the ballot. She said, why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? So is that what we're trying to compare? Now, I know I've heard the comparisons that it's, it was the worst day since 9-11. But are you really trying, which is incredibly offensive right there. But are we really trying to claim that Republicans who are involved in this, I don't, I wouldn't call it an insurrection. I would agree with a lot of my guests who say, it's a riot, probably, is what you'd want to call it. We're going to say they're Confederates who betrayed this country. She says, um, Republicans clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office. And so much so, let me get this full cut here. because, And I remember Mara Gay for a different reason, which I'll tell you about when we come back. But she says, Republicans clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, and so much so they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office, and that should send a message that our electoral system can be used for nefarious purposes against democracy itself. Well, with hot takes like that from MSNBC, I mean, why am I even contributing to this conversation? With such brilliant, bold opinions coming out of Morning Joe, what more do you need? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So now I'm now I'm being accused of standing with Confederates who betrayed this country. When we come back, without further ado, we will be playing Kamala Harris on with Lawrence O'Donnell. She did not stop the hammering, the hammering, 
was going on and on and on. We'll have that. We'll continue to take your calls when we come back. And there's just, there's a lot to get to in this last 30 minutes. So don't go anywhere. More after the break. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. I just summed up some of the ridiculousness that is coming out of the mainstream media right now in response to the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to disqualify Trump from the 2024 ballot. One of those responses was from Mara Gay, who was on MSNBC. And I read the transcript, but actually, I don't know if it's because Howie's having Matt pulled the sound, but we actually have the sound cut available. And because I want to talk a little bit more about Miss Gay, I think that we should play this cut. Now, this is Mara Gay on MSNBC talking about Republicans like you, like me, who are not happy with the fact that the candidate that they might want to vote for is going to be removed from the ballot in Colorado. Take a listen. But you see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it. Absolutely. Um, somebody tweeted recently. No, no, no. That's an old one. I want to play the Mara Gay from today that's in Howie's Cuts. I think it's number 24, Emma. To the, um, to the Republican candidates' argument that this should be, the voters should have the say and not the courts. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with, is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the, the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the union together uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy right. itself. Uh, well, it's clear. Uh, it's clear as day. Uh, hold on, hold on. I love when someone makes a comment like that. That is so hard to follow. Like, she didn't even sound confident in what she was saying. And you get Amika Brzezinski going, right, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mika Brzezinski, who is in a constant state of nodding her head, like one of those little uh, birds just constantly bobbing her head up and down. Yep, uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. We're standing with the spirits of Confederates, like the ghosts of Confederates, by not wanting Donald Trump's name to be taken off a ballot because there's no due process, and it's a completely bogus decision 
by Democrats who, and I know how he's going to get into this, and I'm going to leave it to him because he's going to do a great job with it. The backgrounds of these judges, it's very obvious to anyone with half a brain that these are incredibly partisan people who are politicizing the justice system. But according to Mara Gay, if I say that, I'm standing with the spirit of Confederates? And Mika Brzezinski's going, uh-huh, mm-hmm, right on, well said, yeah, totally. I mean, that was like someone trying to someone trying to find a sentence, hoping they find it along the way, but but really strange. Now, it shouldn't come as a surprise, though, because... This isn't Mara Gay's first time in the spotlight. I knew when I saw this cut, I was like, I know that name. I know that name. And whatever reason I know that name, it's not a good one. And it was because before Brian Williams got kicked off the air for his lying, for his uh, habit of making things up, his habit of Elizabeth warning situations, She was on with Brian Williams and she was talking about how much money Mike Bloomberg had when he was running in 2020 and he had so much money. And she she did a couple calculations. She crunched the numbers of Mike Bloomberg's net worth. And this is what she came up with. But you see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it. Absolutely. Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. I got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It, when I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads, U.S. population $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American $1 million and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest, you know, what we're talking about here, which is there, there's too much money in politics, um, yeah. and it makes it difficult because what we want in there's too much money in politics and not enough money in math. That's the that's the real that's the real issue that we're dealing with. I love how he says the number is incredible. Incredible is in like unbelievable, and she says it's true. It's not true, actually. It's not true. That's some fuzzy math right there. I will never, she will never live down that sound cut. And honestly, though, she got a lot of shame for that. Like, I I don't think that saying that I'm standing with the spirit of Confederates is even close to the comment about Mike Bloomberg being able to give everyone a million dollars. But she got a lot of heat for that. But MSNBC in total should get heat for that and brian williams should too because they put up the tweet like they thought she was right that had to go through a couple of different people to make its way onto television which is pretty frightening so now she's left the math world and she's here to lecture you on the democracy world and you should take her advice because she knows what she's talking about Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. since we are talking about Word salads, which you just heard, it's only right that we play the word salad from Kamala Harris. So (laughs) I actually got two for you. Okay, I want to start with cut 15. This is Kamala Harris. She was on with Lawrence. Stop the hammering O'Donnell. 
Um, And this is what she had to say. This is cut 14 first. I have been fortunate and blessed during the course of being vice president, have many situations where it becomes clear to me that there are, you know, people of every age and, and gender, by the way, who see something about being the first that lets them know they don't need to be um, limited by other people's limited um, understanding of who can do what. I got to hear that again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I blacked out while that was happening. I have been fortunate and blessed during the course of being vice president, have many situations where it becomes clear to me that there are You know, people of every age and and gender, by the way, who see something about being the first that lets them know they don't need to be um, limited by other people's limited um, understanding of who can do what. Playing the role of head-bobbing Mika Brzezinski is Lawrence O'Donnell, who also during that cut was nodding along like that woman was making sense. And she was not making sense. By the way, a lot of people are texting in about Mara Gay's comment and said, Grace, the Democrats were the Confederates, by the way. Yeah, so are Republicans standing with the spirit of Democrats? I'm confused. 508 says, those Confederates were Democrats. It's a really great point, but don't. As one of my callers said in the first hour, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. We wouldn't want want to ruin the fun time that Morning Joe is having. Keep in mind, she's on a show. Where the host just the other day said that if Trump won the presidency, he was going to execute people. So I don't think she runs the risk of getting fact-checked by Joe Scarborough. Like, I don't think he's going to go, eh, well, you know, the Confederates, to be fair, if you look back. No. You're on Morning Joe. You can say whatever you want. You can make things up. Mike Barnacle's on Morning Joe. So I'm sure if Claudine Gay wanted to show up and make things up or maybe... uh take something from someone, Mike Barnacle would be right on board. They host plagiarists and liars, so you can get away with a lot, you know? It's really hard to run afoul at Morning Joe. Okay, so back to Kamala Harris here. Let's take cut 15. Uh, Again, what a wordsmith. You know, she has so many jobs. She's the Venn diagram czar or czaress. She or Zarina, I don't know. What's the female version of Zar? She is in charge of space. She is in charge of AI. She is in charge of the border. She is in charge of abortion rights. And she's also in charge of just being, having a way with words. This is cut 15. You know, every election cycle we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is, this one is, we are literally talking about people who are attempting to divide our country in the most crude, frankly, and profound way. The most election of our lifetime. Did I hear that right? The most election. I guess if she had said the most election-y election of our lifetime, maybe that would have made more sense. But the most election of our lifetime, I'm going to go out here on a limb, Emma, and say that doesn't make sense. Grammatically, that doesn't. And you know, Emma's had to proofread some of my stuff. 
I get pretty fast and loose with grammar, but that's even a little bit much for me. The most election of our lifetime? She should really tell Lawrence O'Donnell, I'm sorry, I got to cut out of here. They need me at Morning Joe. They, they need a font of wisdom at Morning Joe, so I got to go. Okay, let's play the last Kamala Harris cut. Uh, this is cut 16, more word salads. Check this out. But we do also need to focus on what is happening now toward what is possible and, and, and should be possible the day after, as we call it. It's almost like to come up with things that make this little sense, you'd have to be trying. I wonder if any of her staffers say, just just try to talk. Like, is this how she talks off the clock? Do you know what I'm saying? If I run into Kamala Harris, hypothetically, if I run into her in the West Wing and I say, hey, how was your weekend? It, does this how things normally come out of her mouth? Is she going, the weekend was the most weekend, weekendy weekend and the people that I interacted with, the limits of the weekend, it people was People of every gender and age and limitations far beyond the day <laughs> after today, which is tomorrow, as we call it. And the weekend. But you know what, Emma? The only thing you got to add in is you got to add in the voice like you're about to crack up. And the weekend was unburdened by what it was to be burdened of. It was unburdened by what has been and burdened by what has yet to be. (laughs) This woman is second in line, everybody. Second in line. Frightening stuff. 844-500-4242. 484 says, I always thought it was Zarina. Uh, 508 says, you're the Zarina of talk radio and we love it. Thank you, 508. So I get some hate on the text line and I get some love. And that's all you can ask. When we come back, we are going to talk to Howie Carr about this. I really want to get his take on this decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. I know Howie. I've talked to him already today. I don't think that he's freaking out about it. He's not here to scare you. Um, I think it's outrageous. And I think he'd agree with that part of it. But... Hopefully the Supreme Court will set this right. We will talk about all of that, though, when we come back. Uh, 617 says, Harris sounds high in that clip. It She does sound, I don't know, though. Sometimes when people are high, uh, they make a little bit of sense. She sounds like she's just on another planet. Maybe she's on Jupiter with Cher. There's a great place that you can visit. Not Jupiter. I'm not going to send you to Jupiter. I'm going to send you to the Nosset Beach Inn. And this is a beautiful spot on Cape Cod. It's the perfect place for a winter getaway. And I think right about this time is the time to take a winter getaway. You're getting stressed out. You're listening to Kamala Harris on the radio. And your blood pressure's high. It's time to unwind. It's time to enjoy the magic of the season and the tranquility and everything that this season's supposed to be about. And the Nossa Beach Inn is the perfect place to do that. It's a tranquil spot to visit. It's right on the beach. You can see the stars. Every room has an ocean view. There's fire pits outside if you want to warm up and sit outside, wrap yourself in a blanket. There's a fireplace inside if you want to unwind and watch TV and just chill. There's so much there. The views are incredible. And right now, you can stay at the Nossa Beach Inn 
for this is the kicker for under $200 this winter. That is an unbelievable price. Anyone in New England who is familiar with the Cape knows that's a steal. So don't delay because these rooms go fast. Go to Nosset Beach Inn. It's pet friendly. There's a view from every room and the check-in is contactless. It's a great place to stay during school vacation and you can reserve your room Go to NossetBeachInn.com. Again, that's NossetBeachInn.com. Don't miss this great opportunity. They opened up some reservations for the winter. So just go to NossetBeachInn.com. We will be right back with Howie Carr. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. I love this Christmas music. All these bumpers make me happy. Joining us now, another thing that makes me happy headed into this Christmas season is talking to Howie Carr. Howie, big, big news day. You're going to hear that word unprecedented a lot. I know you're sick of that word as much as I am, but it actually makes sense in this case. What do you think about this? What do you have prepared for the show today? And do you have any you know, words for the audience who feel like, who feel kind of hopeless right now? Hopeless and helpless. I, I don't think there's any need to feel hopeless or helpless. I mean, this is, I don't think this is going anywhere. You know, I, I, uh, I, I'm going to start, start off with a quote from the, uh, the, uh, one of the dissenting justices. Again, all these guys were appointed by Democrats. And he said, he said in 33 years in criminal justice, he has never been in a hearing like the one they conducted. I think the guy on CNN called it a quasi hearing. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like you know you go out and you, you go out for lunch somewhere with some friends and you have a few drinks and then you're just shooting the breeze, and then you say yeah let's do that let's throw them off the ballot. Yeah, no, I would agree. And you know what, Howie, I would love to see the fundraising numbers that today is going to bring in for Donald Trump. I don't think Democrats are going to like to hear how much money these four Democrat judges just made the Trump campaign. Yeah, and, and the fact that they stayed it, you know, what does that tell you? I, I mean, it's I, I told you earlier when we were talking, it's like, you know, you, you get the delayed by some stupid person who, you know, breaks down or does something dumb in a car lane and you're held up for 30 minutes. And as you go by, you just honk your horn and give them the finger. I mean, isn't that the isn't this the judicial equivalent of that? Yeah, and I think they know that. I think a lot of times it's just about, and you know, you sent me that piece from Conservative Treehouse, and I thought the way they wrote it, you know, telling the tribe, hey, we're with you. That's become a big part of the Democrat Party is looking at your fellow Dems and saying, I'm in this fight with you. Like, it might not mean anything. It might not do anything, but I'm part of the team. Yeah, but, you know, I thought that the adults were supposed to be back in Mm -hmm. charge here. You know, they're, they're... the the dirty little secret is there aren't any adults left. I on I don't think on either side with a with a very few exceptions on the Republican side and even fewer on the Democrat side. Everybody is acting like and, they, and they, all these people have these great degrees and so and so went to Yale and he was accused of harassing an aide, sexually harass. Oh wow! Multiple. He, these judges have multiple <laughs> problems with harassments. 
Yes, they do. Howie's going to get into all of that. And speaking of Harvard, though, Howie, it's, you know, it's another day, another bad news day for embattled Harvard president Claudine Gay. Yeah, there was a great column by uh, Jason Riley in the Wall Street Journal. Again, like Carol Swain, he's black, so he can say certain things that many of us can't say. And he just said, you know, when you when you have someone who's unqualified to be the administrator presiding over unqualified faculty and an unqualified student body, what could possibly go wrong? Howie Carr's got that and so much more. You are not going to want to miss his show. I'll be back tomorrow, everybody.